You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And the inaugural Run Employment 15K <laughs> is in the books. I can't believe we did that. We took the top two spots. We did. Yeah. Greg did place first. I did place first. I still, placed second. You were second. You were a silver medalist in the Run Employment 15K. That's pretty impressive, Sarah. Oh, I think the funniest thing was people who were uh, passing by us in the opposite direction thinking that we were like the first two out of hundreds of people that would yeah. be coming. Because they're yeah. like, go, go. And I saw them like, yeah, there's no, going to be nobody else no, behind us. Just two idiots that made their own shirts. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillin. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We have, we have, a, we have a big show show lined up for you here today. No, we got a lot of, of stuff. A lot of stuff happened over the mm-hmm. last few days. And uh, we do want to remind everybody, of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live, where you can subscribe to this show for $6.99 a month. And what that means this is... This show on the entire network, Greg. The entire network. Mm-hmm. It means you get to listen live to us, live to all of the other amazing programming on this network, and 24 hours of original content, all right here at funemploymentradio.com. Or you can just download the podcast. It's free. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not stopping you from that. But such That's amazing awesome. original content that can be only, uh, only heard on the network, including but not limited to drive time at the drive-in where Aaron's going to be playing Ghostbusters soundtracks today. Yes. Which is is going to be awesome. Very awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a lot of stuff coming up. But uh, Mm -hmm. we do want to talk about uh, talking about what happened yesterday. Address the fact, of course, it is St. Patrick's Day. It is. I totally forgot that it was. Should we do the whole show in an accent? No. I think we should talk like this for today. Is this really what you think? Would you like to take on me Twinkleberries just a little bit? Ew. What does that even mean? That's an old Irish saying. It goes back to the Gaelic days. Tickle me to oh, well, then tell me what uh, in modern times what does tickle me twinkleberries mean? Well, it means it's, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but I think you know if you if you see the lucky charms, what to do with them? Wow, we'll try it out. Okay, we're not going to do that. Uh, it is St. Patrick's Day, and of course, yesterday was the big Shamrock Run here in Portland, Oregon, and of course there were Shamrock Runs I think all over the place, uh, where uh, bas- uh, downtown Portland is essentially taken over by. 30,000 people running in these uh, in these races, either 5K, 8K, 15K, and there were walks. Uh, 30,000 people, not including Sarah and I, mm-hmm. because Sarah and I... <laughs> we're 30,000 and two. You can listen to no. Friday's show and understand. Uh, we, we thought we were going to be in it. Um, we were not. We did not end up being in it. But... Because of that, because of the last minute uh, fiasco where we found out we were registered. It was quite the fiasco. It was quite the fiasco. It was kind of, uh, I would say it felt like the rug was a little pulled out from under us. Perhaps, where we thought we were going to be registered for it, but instead, so, so basically we had registered for the, thought we were, for the 15K. And since we weren't going to be part of the Shamrock Run, we found out that didn't go through. We just we hadn't we hadn't it didn't go through which means it wasn't any fault along the Shamrock Run people putting not it the Shamrock Run people or the fault of Sarah and I no. you can listen to Friday's <laughs> show and hear that one uh, but because of that you know we had an easy opportunity to just get out of running it at all you know we th- we had thought we've been planning for this we've been training for the 15k we had an easy out we did we had an easy out everybody would have understood if we were like oh that sucks you know you're not registered for the run well I guess you were probably not going to do anything but no. We decided to get up at 6.30 on a Sunday morning Yep, and get on the bus and go downtown and make our own run. <laughs> we made up our own 15K. So we, uh, we, we came up with this route downtown. I know if you're not from Portland, this isn't going to make sense, but we went kind of the opposite direction of where the Shamrock Run was. We went exactly opposite from the Shamrock yeah. Run. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we went from uh, the west side, the Hawthorne Bridge, down to the Selwood Bridge, across. Across and the up. most terrifying bridge in Portland, by the way. The Selwood Bridge is so rickety, and the railings are so low. I was terrified I was going to fall over. Yeah. Like there would be a big gust of wind. You know, my and thing that with bridges. would blow you off. Yeah. Uh, there would be a, a gust of wind strong enough to blow you off mm-hmm. of the bridge. That's it did motivate me to run faster, though, because I was going to walk over the bridge. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> I started running <laughs> as fast as I could. Um, and uh, Oh, Jez is saying, glad you ran it, but please don't pretend that you trained. Oh, oh okay. We All did, right. Uh, like, you have to actually maybe, build up. Maybe not enough, but no. uh, let's, uh, let's, let's not say we didn't run, go running here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, <clears throat> did that and then crossed the bridge and then back up the uh, east side of Portland. Down the Springwater Corridor. Springwater Corridor. Mm-hmm. Finishing up. With a 15K. Yes. And I, I got to say, it, I was pretty pretty happy with ourselves for doing that. Yeah, you know? I, I am hurting today, but it I'm was hurting. so worth it. Oh, yes. I am definitely hurting <laughs> for it. And it's uh, legs are a little bit rickety today. And then afterwards, we went out and, as is tradition, on the Shamrock Run Day, oh, or, the, or the, as is tradition, on the <laughs> Run Employment 15K Day. You go out and have some drinks because, you know, it's close to St. Patrick's Day. And so. because you feel like you earned it. You do. Yeah. You do. You do feel like you've <laughs> earned it after that. And uh, oh, we did see Carl there, of course. Um, Carl from uh, The Carl Show starring Jason. So he was there as well. Yep. Saw we saw him, a lot of people. Yeah. Troy and Andy. Uh, Cammie was out there. Mm-hmm. Darren. Met, Sarah. Met, met Darren, Sarah. It was so much fun just seeing mm-hmm. all, the, all the different people that came in through the, through the bar we were hanging out at. And, uh, you know, may or may not have had a couple Irish car bombs. <laughs> oh, God. May or may not have had that. <laughs> may or may not have gone to bed at a very early hour. <laughs> I woke up at, <laughs> I woke up at, I, I went to bed, woke up at 9.45. I'm like, why is it still dark outside if it's 9.45 a.m.? Oh, it's p.m. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we were up early and we, we ran pretty hard. So. Yeah. It was, it was awesome, though. I'm really glad Greg, we did we've it. we've done it 9.3 miles. 9.3 miles. We ran a 15 My day. legs... Are, we, we're kind of like hobbling around today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> our super secret guest is in here and he was laughing. He's like, <laughs> you guys are hobbling. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but we did it. And we're thinking about this. Now, we did get a few different suggestions from people of maybe we could do this, something like this next year. And, uh, and we'll give you guys the map of what we did. Maybe we could come up with something. Mm-hmm. I love the way that we ran. There weren't a lot of people. Like, and it was just, and it's very pretty. And it was it was fun. And you know what it didn't cost? $90 between the two of us. It cost about uh, $10 for me to get the, the fabric pen, the t-shirts, and some uh, fake metals that I found at Goodwill. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. <laughs> did that save it, a lot of money. Did, did indeed. <laughs> um, all right. But uh, I think I think maybe that is something we can, we can think about. So if you are interested in it, you know, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, and maybe we can talk about coming up with something. Okay. <laughs> Run right. employment. Oh, Jesus. Run employment 15K. Uh, why don't we go ahead and bring on our super secret guest? He, uh, he is here in studio right now, typing away in the chat. I was waiting until you were done. I didn't know if you had something else. He has very important things to do, Greg. Who are you to question? I got got nothing else to do. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Aaron Durant. Surprise! Hi, Aaron. I was actually installing a new browser that works with a mobile chat because my old browser wasn't working, so I was testing it. Oh, did it work? So far. Oh, excellent. All right, that's good news. See? That's real good news. Good news. Awesome. All right, so if we did another run employment uh, event, Aaron, would you do it? I don't think I could do a 15K. I'm not there yet. What if we. Oh, we we don't have to do it. No, we don't have to do that. Yeah, I would do it. Like a five k or something. I feel like I feel like one of them. Although the route you guys took was really pretty, because mm-hmm. I've done the. I haven't go as far as you guys, but I've done like the Hawthorne to Selwood Loop. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like run past Oaks Park. It's just really pretty down yeah, it's there. Yeah, so pretty. Yep. I've done that one a couple times, so that's really nice. Um, but I think in the spirit of like fun employment, it needs to be from like strip club to strip club. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, I did have yeah. to say, like when I was running the Springwater Corridor, I entertained myself by looking for bodies along the side of the trail because that is what, what you, you do. do. Yeah. That's what you do. Well, I use that Zombies Run app. So in my mind, I'm being chased by the horde. Oh, down that trail? That would be kind of oh, terrifying. Awesome. Oh, I think I would yeah. want to do that. That yeah. that might be the best way because I, I realized I do not like running on that trail. It's too straight. Right. And there's too many trees. Like, you can't see the water or anything for the most part. It's just train tracks and straight, long pavement. And you can see how far you That's have to go. That's because you weren't looking for bodies. Yeah, yeah I wasn't you looking did it for wrong. See, and I like that area, too, because I don't know if you guys remember when I did that the series AZ years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Like, the bulk of the events took place in that area. Oh, of course. Oh, it's so right. creepy yeah, down there. So, I love yeah. it. Yeah. The un- for me, the undead just hang out down there, and I'm just jogging past them. <laughs> That's exactly I know. Like, with the back of the mausoleum with the herons mm-hmm. painted on it and that uh, that creepy, you know, pond. Lake yeah. thing it's the biggest it. mausoleum in the country. Oh, it's so cool. I bet there's a lot of creepy things that happen on that trail at night. Oh, yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. It's kind of peaceful, so. though, too. I kind of like it over there. At mm. night, though? Well, yeah, but I'm a little weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, at know. night, probably picture, not. There's some weird shit along the side. I picture, the, yeah, a lot of, of the pe- like hill people living there in the middle of the night, and then they come out. That's why I always bring weapons. Yeah. Yeah, you would need a you weapon. Know, I did see Sword, it. machete, steak, crossbow. <laughs> Greg knows. Oh yeah, I did yeah. see uh, like a feral cat society on the side of the road, which was totally see, bizarre. That scares me more than people. Feral cats, I, I, those unnerve me. It was weird. So I was just running. I think it was I about. Think uh, I saw that. Where was that at? Because you weren't looking at the signs. Yeah, you wasn't. were just straight ahead. I was yeah. like looking. You know, I was trying to entertain myself. And yeah, I, uh, it was on the railroad tracks. It was about I think probably a mile and a half away from the Hawthorne Bridge. So there's still a mile and a half left. And I saw like these. Five cats that were just all hanging out on the train track, and then I saw all these like bowls of food and water and stuff. And then I looked up underneath Wait, this on the train track. On the train tracks. That seems kind of mean, actually. No, well, not no. It's the, like a no. The it's water like a roadrunner <laughs> trick, like free <laughs> food. There you go. No, sorry. Choot, choot. <laughs> the cats were on the track. The the food and water was on the side of. It. Okay, I, I was like, up, wow, that's a hell of a society. Well, and there was like a transformer <laughs> thing, and underneath the transformer, there were all these rickety, different sized cat boxes. It was very odd. And then there was a sign there that was posted. It's like, but I couldn't read it because they put it in twelve font. Type. I know there's groups that are trying to like at least like they they'll collect feral cats and then they spay and neuter them so they're not going to breed more. But then they leave little sanctuaries for them, so they're not hanging out like in people's basements mm-hmm. and businesses and stuff. So they yeah, have a place to kind of go. Definitely so a, little, a whole like, society of cats. It looked like there was a hierarchy society of cats along the, the train tracks. Who feeds them? I don't know. Somebody got somebody's job to go out there and feed the feral cats every no, day? Probably just some group. The city yeah. doesn't do it. Were they just huck food over the side of the hill, or <laughs> were they like bowls? Like, what kind of food were they eating? There it was like cat food. There were like cat wow. bowls and, yeah. and, and I water. Think, and I actually think the Humane Society has this, like you can donate and they'll do it too. And Okay. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That's fascinating to me. I can't understand who would yeah. be going out there to feed the feral what cats. Is well, it's weird. been a big deal, because I know in some cities, the feral cats have gotten so bad that they're wiping out bird populations. Oh, wow. So providing them with food is stopping them from hunting all the birds and stuff. Mm-hmm. All okay, right. I can see that. Huh. All right. Yeah. Cats are bastards. <laughs> well, regardless, yeah, so we finished our... So, yeah, after the run and running by the feral cats and everything, and then Greg and I met back up, and we ran the last 1.3 miles together. It's true. It is true. And uh, then we proceeded to drink many beers. And Cammy's in the chat, too. Hi, Cammy. Thanks for the shot. 
<laughs> yes. Yes, that <laughs> was fantastic. Um, well, Friday night, we also hung out with Mr. Aaron Duran because, of course, it was Keelan King's birthday. Yeah. It sure was. So we went down to Ground Control, which, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a retro arcade. So they have all of the old school video games. It's awesome. So it's for so 21 great. and over. So basically, yeah. they serve a bunch of alcohol. Well, after five, it becomes 21 okay. and over. Yeah. I all think right. it's all ages, certain times of day. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We definitely came in the in the adult section yes, of the you did. evening. Wow, and it was crowded in there. I've never it's been in always there. Cr- really? Like on a yeah, on like a Friday night. Oh yeah, no, it's always packed. Whenever I describe it to people, I always tell them like, remember Flynn's Arcade from Tron? Like when you walk <laughs> in, like that's what that place is. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I did have I, I will say this, I played played a lot of different video games. Did have the challenge with Mr. Keelan King since mm. it was his birthday. There was an NBA jam challenge. I won. Once. The first game. Oh, okay. So I'm like, wait a second. Wait, so how many games did you I guys did, play? We played two games. I won the first one. He did win the second. Not by much. Well, it doesn't oh, matter. Really, Greg? It was like five points at the end of that. Really? That's what you're oh, doing? Oh, it was not by much. It was close. I was there. Clyde Drexler, he may have had a big lead, but Clyde Drexler came back and was on fire. I might actually have video of the final at the few end. seconds. Oh, you do have video. <laughs> That's right, you do. I do. I, I don't know what. That. I don't know what quality it is, though. And it's probably me saying uh, fuck or something like that. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I imagine there's some profanity yelled. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. It got, to, it got pretty heated toward the end there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, somebody's mentioning something about a broken controller in the first game. I don't know what that was about. No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember anything. My controller worked fine, so I'm just assuming that. Wait, Keelan's so you, what fine. you're saying is that Keelan's uh, claims for a broken controller are, are not true? I'm saying I can't prove, you prove can't or s- disprove, <laughs> prove nor disprove. Yeah, yeah, I, I have no comment on that one. Mm. Is, yeah. <laughs> is there audio on that? I'm what? Well, I'm gonna. Yeah, let's see here. I'm gonna look at the score here. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, give me the final score. I am. I'll be I, fair I about think it. It was five points. You might actually be right. Which it doesn't pains me matter, to say. Greg. That still means that I lost. No, yeah. I'm saying I lost, but it was not a blowout. It was. It was fifty-nine to fifty-four. Okay. All right. Five points. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. The audio's not very good because it's in ground control, so it's just a lot of like, yeah, and like <laughs> in the background. Yeah, I mean that place is awesome, but my god, it was a little overwhelming. Like there's yeah. so many people and so many like noises and flashing lights and everything. I'm just like, yeah. ah. But it was I go upstairs and I get addicted to all the pinball machines upstairs. Mm. Yeah, pinball and Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> I love <laughs> Ms. Pac-Man. Too. Yeah, I played the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I was pretty Turtles awesome in Time. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it it's the one. one closest to the door. Yeah, Turtles in Time. Okay. Yeah. Who'd you awesome. play? What's your favorite character? I played. And remember that unless you say Donatello, you're wrong. I actually was going to say I played Donatello. Donatello was purple, yeah, right? right? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Donatello Donatello is the best Ninja Turtle. Donatello is the best. Now, if he's taken. You know, if Donatello is not an option, Leonardo. Uh, you know, I would probably go with Michelangelo just because the nunchucks are fun. Yeah, nunchucks are cool. Mm. Yeah. Never go with Raphael because he has no reach. He has no, no range at all. Stupid little pocket knives. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> not going to do anything. Yeah, because yeah. I had the bow staff, right? Oh yeah, that's what I did, had. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, just jump back swing. That's the mm-hmm. thing to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I ended up killing a bunch of bad guys. Nice. So that was Foot good. Clan. Mm-hmm. Sarah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Foot Clan. Uh, <laughs> well, so yeah, it, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Friday. Oh, and then Saturday, you guys. I got to. Speaking of game playing, well, I don't know if this is really a game. Is UFC a game? I guess it is. The competition. It's a competition. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 a sport. Yeah. Yeah, it's considered a sport. All right. Well, mm-hmm. as uh, as you know, I've talked about how I work at a bar here in Portland. And uh, this past weekend, since I wasn't going to go out on Saturday night anyway, because we had to get up at the ass crack of dawn for run employment 15K. Yep. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go work happy hour for a UFC fight. Oh, boy. That was the most insane shit 
I have ever had to deal with there. Like, I had no idea that people were so into UFC. Oh, oh yeah. it's a big deal. It it's is, huge. They are insanely into it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, like yelling at the TV and everyone's just like, they're... It was nuts. That there, I mean, and this happens a lot. Like there are UFC fights quite a bit. I don't ever go to those. The only time I've ever really seen it was in Victoria, where where there was that the bar that had it. Oh, that was yeah. the only place I could go into. Yeah, and it was insane. Yeah, like you said, how mm-hmm. many people Jen, are so Jen into loves this thing? It. They just screaming. Really? Jen is a she loves UFC. Oh, I looked up at one point, and one guy's face was covered in blood, and I was just yeah, like, they get a little bloody sometimes. It was yeah. so gross, and like as I'm running food out to somebody, and it's like you know covered in ketchup and it just looks like the french fries are made of blood and like i'm looking at his face blood fries. And like, i'm like Ew. blood fries oh it is i can't handle that it is way too much yeah no she gets into it a lot well she's got a little violent streak in her very much so because they were just pounding the shit out of each other well she's actually she can like she recognizes the moves and the technique and she's I'll catch her like little, little my little wife, you know, just sweet as can be all the time. Yeah. But I'll see her over there. She's like eating a burger. She's like, she's like, lock in the fucking crabs bar. <laughs> That's the worst triangle hold ever. I'm like, jeez, baby. She's like, wow. What? Oh yeah, she. Now knows I kind of want to go and... see one, see a match with her. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a bar we always go to that yeah. when they have it. Yeah, we'll go down and watch it. We'll get wow. like, some cheeseburgers and tots, and she'll watch the entire. She knows the card. She knows she's got her favorite fighters and wow. one of her favorites. He's getting a little old, so he's losing a lot now. So she's kind of bummed out. Oh, her one of Uriah Faber, the okay, California kid. Uh, California oh, wow. kid. Yeah, he's from Eureka, <laughs> California. He's he was he's still really good, but his age is beginning to show, and so he's not he's not winner. So she's kind of having that moment of like, man, one of my favorite fighters is not not as good as he used to be. <laughs> well, wow. what, what well, surprised uh, me? But sh- shout out to Jen too, isn't she? She's a she's in the world Shanghai right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hi she's Jen. Gone for, yeah. Hello, yeah. Hello. I know she uses podcasts to not get homesick. Mm-hmm. Yep, she was saying that. Well, we that love you very a, much, Jen. On yep. Friday, that's awesome. And you should come yeah. out to visit me at my bar during UFC fight, so I can watch you <laughs> react to it. She'll yep. do it. She'll the, co- well, we'll come out. The thing is, is like there was no uh, like one fan of UFC that looked like the other. It was like the entire spectrum of people. Like there were super fancy people who came in and they were like, yeah. drinking martinis and shit. And then there were like the toothless, you know, guys with like face tattoos who were drinking their PBRs, and they're all yelling the same things at yeah. the same screen. It was just very. I've never seen people unless like watching a Blazer game. Like everyone's screaming and yelling at the same time. And yeah. And it's women. Like yeah, half women, half gonna, men. You think it's mainly going to be like the dude bros? Yeah. yeah. There were some a, of those. There's some of those, but it, yeah, it's got a pretty wide range of audience. So now. how do you root for something? You just like pick a guy that you like, and then that's your team. I don't have or? any favorite fighters really. I just yeah. like to watch a good competition. And there's fighters you start to track, and you'll know if it's going to be a good bout and. Yeah. And what's kind of neat, though, is that unlike boxing that is really adversarial and super corrupt, a lot of those MMA fighters mm-hmm. get along really well. Yeah. Like in the ring, they're competing with each other. But outside the ring, they're, a lot of them are really nice. They do like a lot of charity. And a lot of them are friends. Mm-hmm. They all train together. They do the circuit together. But like in the ring, they go. I mean, there's some serious rivalries. Yeah. Because there's some douchebags in it, too. But for the most part, it's they're You know, they'll come in like, you know, they'll tap gloves. That's, you don't have to. It's optional. Mm-hmm. If you see him, if you don't see him tap gloves before a fight, then you know that they've probably got some serious blood between each other. Like okay. They are actually are mad at each other. Really, but a lot right. of them will tap gloves if it goes a full five rounds and it has to go to a decision. You'll see like the, like help each other up with one of them. Like they'll help the other guy up, pat him on the back, oh. good fight, good fight, and then they go to other corners and stuff. How long are the rounds? 
just out of curiosity. Long man, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it went on. If it's a champ, it's their five minute rounds. Wow, boxing is three minutes. Yeah, that's a uh, lot. UFC a non title bout is three five minute rounds. A title bout is five five minute rounds. Oh. So yeah, imagine doing for that like, for 25 minutes. Oh, beating the crap beating out of each other. For sh- or locking arms or just choking. Yeah, it's, That's it's pretty impressive. It was, I was surprised do. at the amount of blood. I seriously yeah. was. I was like, I did not and, know. Because I've seen boxing, like, they were smeared in blood. Yeah, well, if you get oh. a certain spot, like, because your head bleeds pretty fast. Oh, um, so gross. But yeah, I don't know, were there women on the fight card when you were there? Yeah, there were. The women they started with brutal. the women. Yeah, the women were. Whoa, yeah, they women were. Do not fuck around. Like the big heavyweight guys, hard. They're one or two decent hits or a good takedown because there's so much power. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the heavyweights don't last that long because there's so much power. But like you get into like the tiny, tiny like little Puerto Rican, little Irish dudes mm-hmm. that weigh like maybe 120 pounds. Yeah, they will wail on each other. Same with the women. The women are just fucking mm-hmm. brutal. Ronda Rousey, isn't it? I don't know. She's, if that's she's one of the ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Sure. Yes. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. She's My favorite for a long card. time. She's not a fighter anymore. She's, quote, trying to act as a Gina Carano. Gina Carano? Okay. Oh. Yeah, somebody in the chat just mentioned yeah. Gina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and Google that name. And Ronda Rousey. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Huh. Well, yeah, so I was busy. That's, what, that's how I spent my Saturday night. It was actually quite entertaining. That's but I know awesome. when I was doing that, Greg, I know you were doing... Yes, indeed. You were doing something else. Yeah, so we talked about this on Friday. Um, <laughs> I was... Uh, was brought in to host a wedding this weekend, and I want to say hello to Lacey and Nick. Congratulations. <gasps> Congratulations, you guys. They are listeners of, uh, of many of the shows here on the network, and they asked they asked me to go over there and, uh, and go to their wedding. Now, I had a plus one, and as it worked out... Because I initially was going to go with Greg, you were I'm go. like, I want to go and hang out and like see all the stuff. And but then, then I ended up getting my that UFC shift, and I'm right. like, uh, I can make a lot of money. I'm going to do that. Right? Yeah. So you you had to work. So instead, uh, going to this wedding, and I'll talk all about this exactly what went on. But my my date to the wedding ended up being none other than Mr. Scott Daly. Oh, so great. I brought Scott <laughs> Scott rap to the rivals wedding. together again. <laughs> rap rivals. Yes. Right. See, much nobody like can us break the, your bond. Like the UFC fighters in the rap game, you You're know, like, when we're did you battling. Guys, did you guys hit gloves. Where, yeah, you're like lyrical MMA fighters. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. yeah. but you know, off the court, off the off the stage, Fact. we can get along just fine. <laughs> so, so we went to this thing, and and here's the thing. So I didn't know anybody at the wedding. Like I knew Nick and Lacey because I've met them before, but I showed up there for the wedding, and you know, it's right before something like that. The bride and groom are not around. They're they're busy doing things, and they were like off taking pictures. And so we found the place, and Scott and I walk in, and we're just kind of standing there in the pre-wedding uh, setup. All these people are running around, bussing around. Wait, so where did you stand? Did you guys go stand behind a table? Well, that's the thing. We walked in there, and we're like, um, what do we do? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. They didn't tell me what to do. They said, I, <laughs> they said I'd just show up, and then somebody would tell me. And so I just kind of walked around. And we're see, both Greg's standing a creature of like wanting to know what's going on. Because I know that kind of throws you off if you're like, all right, you're going to be here, but you don't know exactly what you're going to do. Well, yeah. I mean, I wanted to know because I didn't want to mess it up. Totally. I mean, that's a lot you of know? pressure. Yeah. yeah I mean, we it's their wedding. And it's her magical day. Yeah, it's their magical day. They, like, one time in their life, they're going to have this moment. And, yeah. you know, I don't want to all mess that money. it up. You don't want to mess it yeah. up. Yeah, family have, watching you, exactly. judging you. Have the weirdo that shows up. They're like, okay, that's that guy from that internet radio show that they like. 
So you have to kind of well, sell yourself. That's that shock jock that my kid wants at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, as it turns out, uh, so, hey. so we, we stood there just kind of awkwardly standing in the corner for a while and then just decided to sit down. And eventually, <laughs> just like prom. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. We were like the weird duo that nobody knows. So they're probably like, all sitting there like thinking, is he on the groom's side? Are they on the And you guys the have a hilarious side? height differential, they, too. And so yeah. you're both like standing there. What's the story with those two? This is kind of weird. <laughs> and so we sat down and then eventually um, Nick did come in before the wedding, you know, saw him and he just said, like, yeah, you're not going to be doing anything for a while. So just enjoy the wedding. There's going to be free beer. God, it would have been you so know. great if he just come up to you and go, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what you thought you we were serious? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that would have been, been golden. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, so what happened then? Well, I'm curious. All right, so uh, so so you know we we sit there, we sat through the ceremony, very very beautiful. They got married, mm-hmm. you know, all that happened. It was it was actually a really quick ceremony, which is one of the good things. Oh yeah, those um, are always good. Yeah, but it was it, it was like I said though, it's it's one of those weird things where you don't know anybody there. We knew no one, and so you're just kind of looking around the room and surveying things. And Scott and I both came to the conclusion that at any wedding there is always certain types of characters. That are always represented. Okay. Like, no matter how formal it is, there's always the one guy that will show up, most likely in a ponytail. He's somebody's cousin's husband or something <laughs> like that. Kind of distant relative that will show up, usually like an American flag type of t-shirt. Or oh, like a Harley, really, but with a blazer God. over it? Yeah. Well, no, no blazer. Oh. Just like a, Har- or a Harley Davidson shirt or something something that doesn't fit into a formal wedding attire, even even a non-formal. It's the one shirt that doesn't have any stains, though, so he can yeah. wear it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Ponytail, always has his ball cap on. Oh, yeah. Oh, and usually brings his own booze. Like, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a distant relative that's like that. Me like, too. I don't, I don't know I the guy very well yeah but yeah he'll do that show up won't won't hardly say a word just sit there yeah uh uh-huh yeah yeah mm -hmm. you know just kind of make nods and noises like i've probably said like five words to him in my entire life Mm. hey hey okay and (laughs) and we'll bring his own booze to to any kind of family of course because he can't be sure you know what's going to be available yeah right Mm. so and i'm not accusing this gentleman that i saw at the wedding of bringing his own booze but you know the guy who just he he's gonna wear what he wants to wear. Right. Mm. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He doesn't. He probably has a can of chew. Also, could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Is yeah. it faded uh, in his Wrangler jeans? Can you just see the circle in the back pocket? <laughs> uh, well, I didn't look at his ass long enough to okay. determine that. But the ring. It's yeah. possible. It's possible. But yeah, you know, there's like that kind of character. Then there's the one that's very excited about the wedding, like a little too overexcited. Generally, probably uh, mid forties to fifties lady who is. Way jacked up on these wedding things, but then is stressing out. You're know, running is around the like mother? crazy. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying any necessary. Oh no, because I was saying like that. In my mother's like that. That was the description of my mother when my sister was getting. Married. Oh yeah. Well, there's always somebody <laughs> yeah. like that. Whether mm-hmm. it's the mother or whether it's somebody else. You know, just trying to make sure that everything's going okay. But there, there's just there. There is something about that. So we were sitting there watching all these different people, and then as it went on, you know, we had to we had to kind of start talking to people. So. <gasps> So what did you do, like, talk to them on the microphone or talk to them in, in person? No, I wasn't on the microphone until probably like an hour and a half into this thing. Okay. Like that, that was before I made my first What was the first thing you had to say? Uh, well, if you really want to see what, I, what it is that I said, Scott Daly decided to live tweet all of my announcements <laughs> on the microphone. What? So yeah. if you pull up at uh, Scott Daly on Twitter. I'm doing that right now. They're kind of great. I was watching them all. <laughs> he was keeping track of every time I would say something and what it was I would say. What it was I would say. So that started about an hour and a half into it. You know, before that, we started talking to people, were gathering around. And as the night went on, because I wasn't drinking because we had to run the next day. Uh, but there was, you know, wedding. It was free beer. 
Scott Scott was drinking some beer. Good and everybody, you. yeah, oh yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, go for it, man. I'm driving. You drink up. And so was so was everybody else. You know, everybody was having a really good time. It was actually a fun group of people. But Scott and I were quite popular later on what in the you, evening. Oh. Let's what, just what, say, what do you mean by that? There were some uh, there were some older ladies. And by older ladies I mean, you know, like mid forties on up. Uh, what would be deemed actually by one of them herself a cougar. She called herself a cougar. <laughs> she called herself a cougar? Oh yes. Oh gosh! Oh yes! All right, you better take a breath, and I, I feel like this story needs to unfold in a very natural, there beautiful a lot. way. <laughs> there, is a, there is a lot that went Let's on. Let's go back. All right, so good to start All right. with the story. Says Scott and I were quite popular as the night well, continued on. I'll go through that, and then maybe we can take a look after that at uh, what some of the announcements were. So <laughs> we we ended up sitting at this table with uh, with some ladies that were there, and I think part of it was you know once it, once I got over the fact that we were that that finally people understood who we were. You know, and placed us mm-hmm. as that we weren't in the category of the groom or the bride. We were the two strange men who were there. That oh, uh, for a good time, we weren't anybody's mm, yeah. family member. We weren't. We didn't. weren't belonging to any kind of no thing. muss, no fuss. <laughs> we were safe. We were safe for all of them to go talk to. And uh, I have to say, we uh, we were quite popular. I I had my ass grabbed several times. Oh. <laughs> Oh yes, really by Frisky Cougars? By Frisky Cougars, not Scott Dally, not, uh, by not Scott, Scott Dally. Did no. Scott Dally get his butt? Oh yes, he did. Up. Oh yes, he did. Oh, what is Lily? Scott Dally. Like yeah, uh, I don't know if. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Uh-oh. Lily wasn't there. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Lily wouldn't like anybody else pawing her man. Well, I'm sorry, her man was pawed, <laughs> as was I. There was no choice in the matter, really. It it didn't. Honestly, well, you can't I mean, ruin it didn't bother me. Day. <laughs> no, and it, and it didn't bother me. It's like whatever. But if I were to show up to a wedding and do that to girls that I thought were attractive, I would probably you'd be get removed. A, I'd get a sexual yeah harassment <laughs> yeah. lawsuit. You'd be mo- removed and arrested. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, at one point, I was caught in an in-depth, well, not a conversation because I wasn't saying anything, but I was told all about the female orgasm. <laughs> uh, Wait. What? What did you learn, Greg? I, I was mostly trying Oh my, to, no, you can't just say that and then move on. That's what what I did mean. she say? Uh, she talked about how it's the most wonderful thing in the world and how... Wait. Um, well, I guess, Sarah, I is mean, it? Maybe, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't. I can't speak for that woman, so I mean, I'm. who am I to say? She was clearly having a private conversation. Did yeah, want, did she yeah. want Greg to help her experience it? Uh, well, uh, oh. she was, I mean, she'd been drinking. She was very nice, and I think she is going to listen to this show, so I'm not going to say your name, oh. but you know who you are. And uh, <laughs> Better click there. And, uh, and I, t- I told her, too. I was like, ah, show material. And so she, so she gave you the okay. Show material. So she kept, uh, <laughs> she kept walking towards someone like, okay, all right, oh, okay, yes, the female orgasm. I so how did, it, how did that come away. up? I, I, not naturally. It she just, just kind of, <laughs> bam, out of nowhere. Hi, I just grabbed your husk. Can I tell you about the pleasures <laughs> of the female orgasm? Pretty similar. <laughs> Pretty much along those lines. Believe me, it wasn't something that I was talking about. It's like the sexy version of the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> kind of. So how did you move on from there? Like, what did she say? How did you respond? I didn't really say much at all. I just kind of kept kept backing away a little bit, like, <laughs> and then Scott was of no help. He just sat back a few feet. Oh, no, I've been like, with Scott in situations. No he, he will laughs. let you drown. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Nope. He was having a good time just watching it. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah. There was no life rope uh, being being thrown there. No life raft. No. Yeah. So so that, that kind of went on, and then it was picture time, and the photographer had shown up and uh, started taking pictures, and that's, you know, uh, I would say um, there were some wandering hands. Perhaps oh. wandering Damn, all man. over me. 
Whoa, it sounds like you were just in like that, uh, what am I thinking of, in Labyrinth when she falls down the Helping Hands tunnel. Um, we're but helping t- hands. We are helping, but it, it's just down. like Cougars molesting Greg. Kind of. She chose down. She chose down. <laughs> but I mean, I have to say, I think Scott Daly was more popular than I was, though. Like, oh, I, why do you think, did that make you a little jealous? No, 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 it did not. It's actually. all right. It's all right if it did. No, it didn't. It didn't. It was Gentle amusing. Gentle giant though. Scott Daly. It was amusing. Oh yeah. So what was he? They doing? liked the tall stranger, Scott Daly. So did they call <laughs> him Scott? the tall stranger. Please tell me they that Scott was doing guy. some of his dance moves. Uh, no, we did not end up dancing. Okay. We, neither of us really, really were on the dance floor, so we didn't. Uh, we didn't participate in that. But um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say he was more popular than I was with some of these ladies. Okay. He was the tall guy. He had that going for him. It, it worked out pretty do, good. Do you, does that happen to you sometimes? Like when someone, you can see that the ladies prefer the tall guy. Um, I don't know if it was that, if it was Scott. I could just see they, they liked Scott. Mm-hmm. They liked Scott very much. And uh, <laughs> Well, you know, you know a day that uh, people prefer, uh, prefer the short guy is uh, St. Patrick's Day, Greg. Oh, well, yes, that's yes. true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well, because you resemble, you know, closely resembling a leprechaun more than Scott is. That is. Really, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of my amazing accent when I talk maybe about they were pinching your ass for good luck. Oh, that could be. Oh, it. that could be. Yeah, that could have been what it was. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I wasn't bothered by anything. It was. Uh, it was. It was fun. <laughs> I got to say, it was honestly a lot of fun. Oh, awesome! This thing and everybody's very nice. Uh, hello to Jeremy. He is, I believe, Nick's brother. He came down to the listener party because um, Nick brought him to it, and he hadn't heard us before. And now he listens on his graveyard shift. Nice uh, up in Seattle. Oh, hello, so, Jeremy. Yes, hello, Jeremy. All right, so I'm just looking at Scott Daly's Twitter page now, and. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, he does attribute some of your quotes to you. So the first right. one that you said was, "Attention, everyone! There's pie and cake in the corner. <laughs> more fun to come." I don't know if I said wow. more fun to come. That sounds like. Will something you please Scott say it in say. your please say it in your wedding to Jay? Yeah, voice. <sighs> Maybe that's why she's talking about the female orgasm. You were you were promising some mm, more some fun to fun, come. More yeah. fun to come. Yeah. 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 Uh, what was it that I? S- okay. Attention, everyone. Uh, attention, everyone. There's pie and cake over in the corner. If you want to make your way back over there, and oh damn it, yeah, I probably did say more fun to come or something like oh, that. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So that was, sometimes that was you do one. like. You did know. you thank a lot of? Did you thank people all night long? Hey, thanks for coming. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so uh, much for coming, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for subscribing. I mean, uh, coming <laughs> to the wedding. I did say, all right, thank you so much, everyone. We've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably did thank people. Totally. I and told as you not on, to thank people. They have nothing, you have nothing to thank them for. Well, yeah, but I'm representing, I'm representing the wedding. So I figured I had to thank oh, them. I'm the representer. Yeah, I mean, as far as anybody else knew. And then, uh, oh, by the way, he did end up playing the show for, uh, they, they ended up playing Friday's show. For some of the family members, so they listened to that when we were talking about the daddy daughter dance. Oh, the daddy daughter dance, and the possibility of <laughs> of them naming that. So uh, there was at a certain point where they did have the father daughter dance, and for Nick and Lacey, I'm gonna play some wedding music behind this. I announced it as it's now time for the daddy daughter dance. <laughs> <laughs> so for everybody else at that wedding, they probably just thought I was a fucking creep, but. The, the wedding You know the bride and groom laughed So that's all I cared about Yeah I was like yeah well they get it Everybody <laughs> else thinks I'm a weirdo Two people but thought you were hilarious Two people so thought I was good hilarious, But the most important The two only people. two that really matter Yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Alright the, the second one thing uh, The second thing you said was Attention attention Make your way to the back to- corner It's time for cake and cutting and the toast Oh yeah mm-hmm. Yeah 
Those are things that have to be said. Yeah, they had to be. Yeah, people needed to know. Next, you said attention, attention. Why do you keep saying attention? I don't think I said it. Like I think this is also note. This is further along in Scott Daly's beer that he'd been drinking. (laughs) So I don't know if verbatim is is exactly what I said. I I trust Scott Daly. I think he was honest. I don't think I said attention, attention. Each All right, time. then again, attention, attention. If you'd like champagne for the toast, it's in the back room with the beer. Yeah, I probably <laughs> said that, yeah. yeah that's, that, that part seems accurate. All right, there's attention. All right, everyone. Nick and Lacey will have their first dance. First dance. Again, I don't think that's that, this. This I actually say, all right, everyone. This is further along in the beer drinking. Not quite sure if that's hundred percent accurate. The message was there though. You that turn into saying, Matthew McConaughey there. You're like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right everyone. Nick first and dance. And You're then sure enough, first Scott dance. You want some champagne? Be a lot better hey, if you man, did. <laughs> let's just chill out and have some champagne. <laughs> sure enough, Scott Daly goes on to say, all right, everyone. Lacey <laughs> is taking the floor for the daddy daughter dance. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. That's so. That, what's funny is uh, Rangi in the chat actually just said that she was listening to Greg Barrett's podcast this past week. Yeah, like the one that he just had, and he also made a reference uh, to a daddy daughter dance. Really? How weird is that? That's random. Yeah. Maybe Greg. Maybe Barron's, he's just listening to us. Yeah, Hi, Greg. I was gonna say. Hey, Greg. Um, also, finally, the last thing that. Um, Scott wrote about you said at Greg Nibbler is talking with the bride's father about Bigfoot while holding a big bowl of M&M's <laughs> that is true <laughs> that is true actually that I'm, picture of you went up holding the M&M's did Scott post a picture of that oh yeah he did wait you had a okay. there was a picture of you holding a bowl of M&M's you yes. have a problem sir well no but well here's the deal so this was towards the end when I, I was done with most of the announcements and um, Nick told uh, told the guy doing the catering to, that I liked peanut M&M's and so they brought me up this gigantic bowl of, of M&M's and he was like oh great here you go I heard that you like M&M's but keep these out of kids reach so you gotta hold on to them so I had to walk around with this giant thing of M&M's which of course is sitting right in front of me so <gasps> oh my god is there a picture you can post if you go to somewhere? Scott I, don't, I can't do it from my phone I'll do it on go my to computer Scott, go to Scott Daly's Facebook page holy shit that is a huge bowl of M&M's it was a big bowl of M&M's and of course because of the flash you have demon eyes <laughs> oh no, yeah no those are just his M&M eyes <laughs> wait you couldn't bother to tuck in your shirt you were at a wedding I wasn't talking. No, it was a. It was an informal wedding. It was a casual wedding. If anything, I was. Did you uh, kind of have the look of like these are my. The my M and M's. My M and M's. These are the preciousest M and M's. Nobody else can my M and M's. Did you share some of your M and M's with your cougar ladies? Giant mm, raw little shit apples. No, they were they were away right then. Oh, Okay. They were outside, I think, or talking to Scott. They were probably talking to Scott. Probably. Mm. Because while that was going on, I was also talking to. Uh, to Lacey's father, mm-hmm. who is a Bigfoot aficionado, so I'm standing there. Wait, what do you oh. mean a Bigfoot aficionado? Um, well, he said that he's he's seen Bigfoot before out hunting in Eastern Oregon. You got to find out where. Go investigate. I know. Yeah, I know. You need to see if he'll take you with him. So he said, has he seen Bigfoot multiple times? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, you need to see if he'll take you. Yes. Well, the thing is, just the idea though of me standing there with a big thing of talking about like your two happiest talking things Bigfoot. talking about Bigfoot while shoving your it face was, full of it was pretty awesome M&M's. Yeah. Greg's happiest place ever yeah peanut M&M's and Bigfoot talk if it only was, a little person had walked by yeah that would have that would have really <laughs> oh. that would have been too much that would have been too much <laughs> but <laughs> overall I have to say it was it was a lot of fun and uh, thank you so much to those two and congratulations to, uh, to Nick and Lacey and and by the way, anybody else who's looking for a professional oh, wedding wow. host 
Or just professional. So you can just get up there and go, attention, attention. <laughs> or professional wedding guests. Uh, Scott and I did a very good job, I think, of, you know, spicing up the party a little bit, which, yeah, Scott Daly and I spiced yeah. it up. Would you ever be willing to dress up for a wedding? Like if somebody wanted you to dress as, like, you know, a leprechaun or something? Oh, I don't know. That'd be, that'd, that'd be some extra money. For did a birthday for Farley, 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 Farley. For the right price. It's, it's like the bad Casio music background. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can be the MC for the DJ you can call Keelan. Or do you want to be a DJ too? No. No, I did I did that. I did that once for that wedding over the summer and um I don't think I want to do that. You no. get too especially the more the night goes on, you get too many people trying to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'd rather just I just want to do the announcing. That's it. Yep. Give me a schedule. I'll get on. Tell everybody. All the drunk uncles just want old time rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the old ladies want Madonna or something or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's, so it's they can all grind at each other while she sings Take a Bow. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Being a wedding DJ, that's that's tough. That's hard. I don't want to do that. So Keelan can do that. I'll be his announcer. Okay. So you just want to be, you want to be the hype man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my God. Wow. Yep. That's a weird mix. That oh, yeah. Is a, that's a very weird mix. Yeah. Everybody get your hands up in the air. You could do it. You could book yourselves as Oreo wedding services. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony and Ivory wedding services. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Romance with Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> yeah, Keelan's even saying, yeah, people do start thinking they're the DJ the more they drink. Yeah. Never fails. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you guys could be like a you know the diverse duo. <laughs> Actually, if we do that, see, I can head off the people. I'll get to do all the hosting stuff, but then I'll also head off the people that are asking for requests mm-hmm. to the DJ. All right, so you'll so like kind of be the, the I'll kind buffer. Of be a, yeah, I'll be the buffer man. Okay. The buffer man for it. That's what they'll call me. They call me the buffer man. Like the, the like the munchkin in the <gasps> Emerald City. That's such a great Cut idea. Keelan's saying you guys could be called Ebony and Ivory, except for his name would be Ivory and yours would be Ebony. Ooh. You know? Changing. <laughs> Blurring the lines yeah. of racial stereotypes. Ooh. <laughs> and then anybody who says it different will just call him a racist. Oh, yeah. 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 dare you. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why would his name be Ebony? God. Seriously. Ebony and Ivory. So... I'm for hire. Send me an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Well, Greg is for sale is what he's saying. Me, yeah, everybody. sure. You let me know. And apparently oh, yeah. he has no problem with you groping him in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. I'm kind of... Wow, does that make me kind of a slut? I don't know. Yeah, I don't no. I don't like being grabbed in public. Like, I don't I, grab like you the... Whore, you got paid for it. Yeah, well, that's true. I it's was fine. getting paid. So, yeah. so you were right. a whore. Yeah, okay. I guess right. so. You can be the wedding whore. It's an honorable profession. <laughs> Pay me and grab my ass. I don't know. I don't like the sound of that. Well, that's going to get excerpted. <laughs> not liking the way this sounds. It sounds exactly the way that it's coming out of your face. Yeah. So, I mean, if you don't like the way that it sounds, maybe that, you shouldn't um, you put know, that on the get paid. Business, to... Put that on the back of your business card. <laughs> put on your actor's head list. Pay me to grab my ass. Skills, to play. You know, accents, voices, <laughs> ass grabbing. <laughs> no reality. Wow. Uh, I wish I hadn't said that. All right. Um, <laughs> should we do a little bit of a... Uh, I, I have just an announcement, really, for Ball Talk. I signed up today, just FYI. Good. Good. I had to create a whole new account. They don't make that easy. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It is a short Ball Talk today because... I have one thing to announce, and that is that the brackets are up for the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. The teams that are going to play in it have been decided. So there are, I believe, what, 65 teams that are now going to be in the tournament. 
uh, unless they expanded that, whatever it is, you can go and fill out your bracket to be part of a very special thing that we are doing called the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. I keep forgetting. I gotta fix that. Yeah, knob. that was a really weak echo. Yeah, that knob. The knob. There's something. It's wrong only with in the, the left channel. Yeah. Something's off with your knob, Greg. Test, test. No, yeah. All right, I'll have to fix the knobs. <laughs> Tournament of Champions. Insanity of the month before April. So, the uh, NCAA men's men's tournament, basketball tournament. You can go to funemploymentradio.com/champion and sign up for your free bracket. You will be competing against myself, Sarah, everybody else who wants to uh, participate. It's free and it's just for fun. And on top of that, Ryland from Guys and Balls and I have a bet. There will have to be a liner that is red for whoever uh, for whoever loses, which will be him. And I'm probably going to win the entire <laughs> thing. So I'm just saying. Oh, okay. You mean the billion dollar prize or whatever it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, there's a good chance that I could win that too. So go to funemploymentradio.com/slash/champion. You don't have to be a fan of basketball to enjoy doing this. Really, you're just picking picking names. They give you the odds of where where teams are ranked. It's a lot of fun, honestly. It is. Yeah. And it makes it fun to watch because, like, mm-hmm. for me, I don't watch a lot of college basketball, but when I sign up for the thing, it's actually fun to watch it. Like, right. I hope my team wins. Yeah. And there are people that just, just pick their teams based on mascots or pick it based on color of uniforms. And honestly, <laughs> they have just as good a shot as anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be an ESPN I, expert. I pick mine on which at whichever team name I think would win in real fight. Oh, that's good. <gasps> so, like, oh, if it's like, good. so if it's like, you know, a Cougar versus a, a Husker, I'm like, well, Husker's fucked. Cougar's gonna eat it. Yeah, oh. I like that. So logic. I pick mine during like, like, like you know, like Ultimate Warrior type challenges. Yeah, like if I were to put them both in a ring, who would come out victorious? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I kind of like that. All right, yeah. let me see here. Let me see if I can pull one up, um, and I'll give you. Uh, I'll right. give you an example. Maybe right. you can say test how my weird logic this. how this works in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the fights get a little weird. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm waiting for my computer to pull this up. NCAA tournament. <laughs> we're gonna test this out with Aaron. Yeah. In theory, <laughs> possibly. How's that computer fun coming along? Someday. Oh, it's, it's he wonderful. He is having a blast, Aaron. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. Wonderful with the computer. I'd like to have the mouse doesn't work now, so I have to unplug it every now and then. <laughs> um, okay, let's try Let's try this. We have Florida. Or no, wait. We'll go with this. Okay. Colorado, which are the uh, Buffaloes. All right. Okay. Versus Pittsburgh. Let's see. It's the Pitt. That was that was that was my noise related to the uh, Pittsburgh Panthers. Buffaloes versus Panthers. This is a good one. Buffalo versus Panther. Yep. All right. So it's one on one competition. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. One on one competition. Buffaloes and Panthers. Okay. Uh, Now, normally people think Panther really fast. Mm -hmm. It's got the claws. It's got the the fangs. Mm -hmm. So we could go in for your initial leap, but the buffalo has incredibly thick hide, and it has that really furry mane around its head Mm -hmm. and its neck, which is a much vulnerable spot. Okay. The panther would instinctively go for that. However, it might draw quick blood, but I don't think a panther could get the killing shot in the first strike, and that's kind of how those kinds of, those big cats of prey, they rely on the initial killing strike. And I don't think the panther okay. could bring the buffalo down in that initial swipe and bite. So, so while it's clinging, the buffalo is just going to buck a little bit, and one of those hooves are going to come down, and it's going to break a leg on the panther, uh, thereby immobilizing the panther so it can't move very well, and then the buffalo is going to turn, charge, the buffalo would gore and kill the panther. Okay, so you're picking uh, Colorado. Yeah. All right. Let yes. me give you one more. All right, Kay. I like that. I like that logic. Yeah. We've got uh, University of Connecticut versus St. Joseph, and the... Uh, University of Connecticut are the Huskies. St. Joseph's are the Hawks. 
Oh, the Huskies versus Huskies the Hawks. Huskies versus Huskies Hawks. versus so the Hawks. This, this is a kind of a challenging one, I would think. Yeah. When is playing? Nah, it's is coming from my okay. computer. Just, Husky versus a hawk. Happening. Okay, that this is tricky. It's very tricky. Um, hmm. So the hawk, you know, high elevation. Mm-hmm. It would come down, make a first initial swoop attack. Yeah. On the husky, I think it would hit the husky. And they have really scary, like dangerous talons. Yeah, they've got the huge right? talons. Huge I don't talons. Um, like little knives on their feet. If the uh, hawk was smart, I think the hawk would be smart enough to go for an initial grab, try and lift it off, not do it. The hawk might wound itself. Okay. And then initial dive bomb, maybe tumble a little bit. The husky would then turn to attack. Okay. I think the All hawk right. would jump out. I think the the husky would get, you know, maybe a bite in a little bit, but it wouldn't be that bad because it was trying to bleed from the initial cut. Okay. So it wouldn't be a quick thing. There might be some swarming around. Mm-hmm. Hawk would take back off. Uh-huh. And it would realize that it couldn't actually. Pick up the husky. What I think would happen is that the hawk would dive bomb and strafe the husky a few times, and it would not be a pretty death. But I think the hawk would win because the husky would eventually bleed out. I was totally with you with the hawk thing. Yeah, I like. So I think the hawks- and then once it dies, it'll come down and pick it away at it. But yeah, it won't take its prey like it normally does, which is dive bomb, pick it up, and and kill it. Okay, but it would strafe it with its talons. Okay, like the death of a thousand cuts. The husky would eventually bleed out. So that's going to be a tough game. Yeah, I actually predict we'll match. go into overtime. All right, and then the Hawks will be victorious in overtime. Okay, both teams played wow, hard. Wow, that's yeah. really specific. <laughs> both teams played hard. Yeah. Both teams yeah. play yeah. hard. Yeah. All right, ball don't lie. Do you want to do one Is more? Is the chat impressed by my logic? Is it worth? Uh, I'm, t- I'm taking <laughs> a look here. Um, uh, someone's saying the Huskies are good at basketball and the Hawks not so much. Well, that's a different. It could way be of an upset. At it. We're not talking about basketball. We're talking about <laughs> when animals fight in my imaginary battle ring. All right, let me give you one last one. <laughs> this one's <laughs> a little more abstract. Okay. Okay. Right. So we have the Texas Longhorns. Which okay. is uh, referring to the Longhorn cattle Right But it's against the Arizona State Sun Devils Now the Sun Devils are, are famous uh, I guess their mascot It's like a little Little like goofy devilly looking guy mm. With yeah. a trident Called oh. the Sun Devil Okay actually that'll be a good fight Sun actually. Devil versus the Longhorn Yeah So oh. I think the Longhorn has got the hide It's got some power Yeah mm-hmm. um, But I don't think it can build up enough speed I think by default the Sun Devil can move at the speed of light Okay, it's made right. from the sun. True, uh, and it has a trident. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the longhorn only has two horns. The trident has three horns. This is true. So, as much, even though the longhorn is a large animal, uh, has some power. It has been rather domesticated. Therefore, it's not. Its instinct is not to fight back. Whereas a devil. You know, we've all played Ghosts and Goblins. We know the Sun Devil comes down and takes a princess away, and you have to beat the game twice to actually win. Of course, we all um, know this. This is I all mean, fast. Yeah, this is just like um, basic logic. Yeah, I think what would happen is that he would throw the trident, uh-huh. and it would pierce the poor Longhorn. The Longhorn would go down, but still have some movement into it, instead of reclaiming its trident. Because it would, if it goes back and grabs its trident, the Longhorn could be like, psh, could hold its head up mm-hmm. and stab the Sun Devil. What would happen is that once this trident pierced this, the, uh, the Longhorn... Um, the Sun Devil would then activate its sun powers. Oh, yeah, and uh, would cook. It would just. Oh. It, so, oh. not only will the Sun Devil be victorious, but then people who watch the game will get to feast on the charred, barbecued remains of the Longhorn. All right, there we go. Yeah. These are facts. Yeah. That's All right. Does anything change your mind? As it's been pointed out several times, that the new Sun Devil is designed by Disney. No. Okay, that doesn't change. Oh, anything. I didn't I know, know that. Disney okay. also designed Maleficent, which is one of the greatest villains of all time. <laughs> okay. All right. Still has a trident. A trident is a really hard weapon to overcome. It's true. It's true. So it's going to be Longhorn Burgers for everybody. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. to perfection in the Arizona sun. <laughs> Where you can go to funemploymentradio.com <laughs> slash champion. Use your bizarre logic. <laughs> yes. Sign up because honestly, Aaron's logic may win. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just as valid like as any other logic. Yeah. That's good. It's, it's just as valid as anything else. <laughs> so, uh, funemploymentradio.com slash champion. Join call me, us. Call me Dr. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In the tournament of champions. Insanity of the month before April. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah, I really turn everything into just a round of D and D. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like. Hey, it. You got to make it interesting for yourself. That's why I pick out like which uniforms I like better. Yeah, yeah. Like, which yeah. is more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, that is how I want to do it. Yeah. Anything can work. So when do we all have to have our brackets done by? Uh, good, good question. You have to have your bracket done by, I believe, Wednesday. Is Wednesday. The last day. So the, today is March seventeenth. You have until March nineteenth. Okay. 19th May You might be able to Fill it out on the 20th If you're really early in the day But as soon as the first game starts Yeah as soon as You're it, locked in You're locked Because I remember I got locked out Because I waited a little too long Last year Yeah And then so, as soon yeah, as it's done did. It's done yeah. You can't, can't get in Yeah so I would Oh no it is It's the 19th Is the uh, first games So yeah you have to have it done By before Wednesday Okay cool Before Wednesday Alright well I'll make sure I get that done Well I have a couple Quick stories for World of Crazy Should we do that Yes Yeah yeah, that was almost yes. yeah. <laughs> well, Doctor Science. No, Doctor Science is only allowed on Fridays, and barely even then. Mm. Wonder how Doctor Science would pick his uh, NCAA teams. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that scientifically, good probably. Question. We may have to ask him that. It may be a long answer too. Uh, we may need to find out. We we may need to find out on Friday. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Or should I say, starting off, it might be welcome to my world of ball talk. Because, Greg, my first what? story has to do with balls. I'm oh. sorry, I just have to tell no. you. Now, Wesley Warren Jr., who you might not recognize by his name, however, you will recognize him by his story. Of course, he was the one who received worldwide notoriety because of his 132-pound scrotum. Oh, yes. The guy with 132-pound balls. Yep, I remember this guy. Unfortunately, Wesley Warren Jr. passed away this past weekend at a Las Vegas hospital. Uh, No cause of death was officially announced, but Warren's roommate, Joey Hurtado, uh, said that he suffered a heart attack, so he thinks that might be the way. So they're they're not sure if it had anything to do with the balls. I don't know if he still had the balls. Did he get them removed? No, I think he still did. I'm not sure. I didn't follow his balls enough to know. All right, no, I'm looking, and his roommate is saying that uh, he didn't believe that his friend... So his friend, Wesley Warren Jr., did, in fact, get his testicles removed last surgery or last year oh. by surgery. I don't know if they were still, like, oversized, though. So it said when he had surgery this past year, he entered the operating room weighing 552 pounds. 13 hours later, he was 200 pounds lighter. Wow. <sighs> 200 pounds? Yeah, and it just happened out of nowhere. So, of course, I remember talking about this the first time his scrotum first became Ooh. enlarged in By the way, just word of warning, do not Google Wesley Warren Jr. scrotum. <laughs> because Google filled that in for me as soon as I put in Wesley Warren. Well, what else is it going to fill in? Do not Google that <laughs> image. Search that. You don't want to do that. Don't post anything in the chat with that. Oh, this is... I wish I could unsee this. Oh. Oh. I will not be looking. Don't do it. Don't do it. Warren said that his scrotum first became enlarged in May 2008 when he suffered an injury to his testicle. I woke up the next day, is what he said, and my scrotum was the size of a honeydew melon. My personal health just began. With every passing month, Warren's scrotum grew three pounds a month until it grew to a whopping 132, and then he got it removed last year. Yeah, I don't know why, like... What's 132 point? Yeah, like... Okay, not 128 pounds. When my scrotum reaches 132, that's when I'm yeah, going to get Yeah, that's the warning sign. <laughs> that's the yeah. sign. 
Sorry, I was. I thought you guys were. Confused. No, I just, I'm just like just I, I wake up and they like are even like strangely tender. Then I'm like, oh well, okay, <laughs> time to call the doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who looks down at their junk and sees... It's swollen to the size of a cantaloupe. Sees and like, two ah. cantaloupes and thinks, it'll pass. No, it's fine. It's fine. I don't... Yeah. Well, my next story has to do with Airbnb. <laughs> Have you guys ever used Airbnb? Uh, no, I am in a couple weeks. Okay. Well, here's a story about yeah, Airbnb. Yeah, in Seattle. Yeah. Um, what happened in New York City. So a guy <laughs> by the name of Ari, Ari Temin... You know, who is a member of Airbnb, decided to rent out his New York City apartment for the weekend. Uh, you know, and he expected, and what he was told, to find a man and his out-of-town family quietly enjoying the accommodations. <laughs> Unfortunately for Ari Temin, he soon discovered it was quite the opposite. The people who had booked his room decided to not tell him the full truth, and it, he had actually accidentally, inadvertently agreed to host a panty raid orgy, which featured plus-size women and stuffed animals. <laughs> what? Wow. So this, so basically, the person that rented this room told him that. He so was, to, just to clarify, because I don't, I don't remember how Airbnb works. Was he there while that was happening? No. So basically, what people do is to make to make money. Like they can rent out their apartments if it's mm-hmm. like in a yeah. like you know a well sought out part of a city. All right. Let's say someone wants to stay in Soho in New York, but you could never afford to stay in a hotel. Right. Someone's like, hey, I have a loft. You can pay like, two hundred dollars a and night. They're like not I'm going there. Right. Like I'm going to Animal City Comic Con in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and my friend and I, we have actually, we it's pretty sweet actually. We are renting an apartment. Over Pike's Place. Nice. Oh, awesome. Yeah, which you could never afford to do on your own usually, but these mm-hmm. Airbnbs and they're they're a total loophole because there's no taxes on them yet. Oh, that's like the government awesome. is catching up with. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, but not yet. But not yet. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. <laughs> well, uh, so this is what happened. So the New York Post reports that the 31 year old uh, let Airbnb user David Carter stay at his abode. Now Carter, who had a verified Airbnb account and positive reviews, originally told. Ari Ten, uh, Temin that his in-laws would be staying with him to attend a wedding. His in-laws, however, turned out to be guests for an X-rated soiree featuring, quote, big, beautiful women. <laughs> also, according to Temin, whose apartment it actually was, the address to his Chelsea apartment was even publicized on Twitter to advertise the Triple X Freak Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Triple awesome. X Freak Fest. Yes. Wow. So Ari Temin was able to uncover what was happening by accident when he popped back up into the building to pick up a piece of luggage that he had forgotten. When things were already starting. Oh, no! Yeah, he said, when interviewed, he said, the worst part of the internet was right there inside of my apartment. The party was apparently causing such a ruckus that the building's management was in the process of shutting it down when he had showed up to pick up his luggage. That sucks. Yeah, as for Carter, he told the Post, he never had, uh, so... Basically, the guy who rented it said he never ad- advertised the address of the apartment, even though it was posted on Twitter from his account and also on Craigslist. <laughs> but I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So now uh, the guy who hosted the par- uh, the the guy who was the Airbnb guy who let the guy have the party in his apartment said he had to call nine one one and have the triple X freak fest people removed from his apartment. And he's also being evicted by his landlord. And he yeah. doesn't feel safe since hundreds of people got a text as well. So it was a text that was sent out saying that there's a, a triple X freak fest in my apartment and continued to show up. According to the oh. doorman, who I'll never be able to look at in the face again. <laughs> so Gawker reports the Airbnb has since removed Carter, the freak fest guy, from his site. They also this is cool. They're also reimbursing him for any of his damaged property and they're ensuring that he has a new place to stay since he did get a evacuated from his apartment. Wow. Yeah. We know someone that does that. Oh, yeah? Not the freak fest. Oh, I was going to say. What? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I won't say who it is, we know, but we know, we know, so we all know someone who has, who does that. Have we been to their house? Uh, oh, I I, you have. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I, I know they, I know that he's used it, but 
No, no. Well, I mean, I don't know if it'd be a big deal if we said it, yeah. but yeah, because yeah. they're online. But oh. yeah, well, it's okay. But yeah, they yeah they do that stuff. Yeah. Huh. I wonder how much Jen and I have talked about that. it. Like, because we have that apartment above our house uh-huh. that we rent. Yeah. We've actually talked about if if our landlord would be okay with it, we would just whoever moves out, like we would start renting it and then just make it an Airbnb. Yeah. You just got to make sure you can get enough people coming in because you're still liable for the rent. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. No. Oh. All right, well, finally, I do have one last terrifying story, and this has to do with a British woman returning from a backpacking trip in Cameroon. Now, this woman got the shock of her life when she was opening her backpack upon returning home, and a giant huntsman spider leapt out of her bag. What is a giant huntsman spider? It is the biggest spider I have ever seen. The spider had crawled into her bag. I'm going to. It's a spider so big they had to name it the Huntsman, Greg. So why look it up? I'm trying to stop my fingers from typing "giant huntsman spider," but I can't. Like I can't control it. All right, here and I, I have, have it. So this, is, this is a picture of it, and this is safe for work. It's a spider. Ew, ew, ew. This is a picture of it on a dinner plate. Ew, or is that a dinner? no, that's its egg sack. Sorry, this is oh, a picture of it in gross. the corner. That's fucking huge. What the hell is that? Oh, it's gigantic. Yeah, that's horrible. It's that's fine. It's not. It's not dangerous to humans. It's oh, not I don't poisonous. fucking care. I don't care. It's not poison. It just kind of looks like a big crab. That's enough for me. <laughs> that is enough for me. Sorry, guys. I posted it before I saw all the don't post that. Just keep chatting. Why would you ever post that? Because it's not something like... It's not a <sighs> bad thing. It's just a picture of a creature. <laughs> that consumes your fluids. Yeah. All right. And to add to the terror, when the giant huntsman, uh, huntsman spider leapt out of her bag, the venomous huntsman, huntsman spider was pregnant... The and venomous? carrying wait, you, it's only venomous if it's attacked. It doesn't attack. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! And was carrying really a, the same could be saying for any animal that has venom or human. You just it's only dangerous if it bites you. <laughs> you just told me it wasn't dangerous. That it sounds incredibly. I dangerous. think that they're just putting venomous in there to like make it seem a little more like ooh scary. All right, and to add to the terror, the huntsman spider was pregnant and carrying a huge egg sac containing oh, a whopping 400 babies attached to it. This is fucking gross. Uh-oh. Now, Nora Serrett had been in Cameroon uh, in the rainforest for the two, two-week holiday, and the spider um, had hitched a ride in her luggage. The 32-year-old woman revealed, it jumped out of, my, out of the sleeping mat I had in my bag, but we captured it with a box. The equipment was in the back of the car, and I think the, cr- the spider crawled into a sleeping mat. Uh, so she works for the Rainforest Foundation, uh, Foundation UK charity, uh, who helped her capture the monster spider, and they named it Hermione before the London Zoo took over care for the spider. So uh, apparently the spider's doing quite well. They are far nicer than I, because I just would have attacked it oh, with fire. God. I would have gone all the thing on it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Probably my bag. I would have burned everything. Uh, not, yeah. That's sacrificed. Yep. All of it goes up in flames. Absolutely. What might have been in the car? Well, then I guess it's time to buy a new car because yep. I'm torching that too. Venom and aggression. <laughs> Rangi, I'm sorry. Rangi is so mad I posted that picture. It's like, put it in Sarah's backpack. Yep. I'm sorry. I don't want that in my backpack. It is not clear what provokes the spider to bite people, but it is known that female members of this family will aggressively defend their egg sacks and young against perceived threats. I just want to hear Greg say egg sacks again uh, because he sounds so uncomfortable. Well, also, no, because this says huntsman spiders can grow to huge sizes, uh, sizes, but are only known to bite defensively and are not dangerous yes. to humans. Because like the spider's been, going to rationalize, right. oh, you just bumped me in my in, in your backpack. I know you didn't mean to. It's totally okay. This, it's cool. It's cool, bro. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. I won't, I won't act defensively. Yeah. 
You know what it might find threatening? Being shoved in a backpack for like 14 hours while it's trying to keep its young Yeah, because she doesn't say that it it crawled gently out. The words being used is it leapt out. Yeah, like at the end of arachnophobia. When it just leaps out. Make it go away, make it go away, make it go away. All right, well, there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Wow. And we won't put the picture on uh, no, on the website, but you me. can find it. Just look up Giant Huntsman Spider. That does remind me. It is spring hunting season for me. What does that mean? Uh, I get one of those long lighters, like for lighting barbecues, mm-hmm. uh-huh, and a can of Aquanet, and I search all the corners and crevices of my house. Yeah. Oh. Because they're, it's spring. They're starting to wake up. But aren't so. you afraid to... Oh, on the outside, not on the inside, right? No, no. On the inside. Outside is theirs. Aren't you afraid you might accidentally catch something on fire? No. The hairspray is a quick burn. Okay. Yeah. I see one. Gone. And then I and then I have a little vacuum cleaner and I suck them up. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh yeah, I do not fuck around. Outside yeah. is their domain. Yeah, I don't I don't crush them. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything with them. They're outside doing their job. Yeah. Uh, porches and patios are considered neutral zone territory mm-hmm. as long as they don't encroach on me. Fair I'll, enough. I w- but if I see them pushing towards like a door, I'm like, don't do it. Don't yep. cross the line. Yep. If they do, too inside, late. Inside, hell no. Yeah. Too late. And they was like, they kill insects inside. Don't care. <laughs> No, I can agree. They with are that. an insect inside. <laughs> no. Yeah, don't care. Because I'm like well, pictures of Kelsey like trying to save one in her shower. Like, oh, no. she's such a hippie with that stuff. She saves all. She gets sad when somebody kills a, a bug well, in front of her. Fuck that. No. Yeah. No, man. I am like Michael Ironside in Starship Troopers. Yeah. Just the metal. Sh- sh- everyone fights. No one quits. Yeah. Well, at least we're not I'm where like, Edward is. <laughs> Edward just says we've been warned about an early scorpion season this year. <laughs> Ew. Hooray! Ew. Ew. No. Well, that's why we've got listeners and friends that live in Australia. Come visit. I'm like, man, that's an entire continent designed to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. All right. Um, to transition out of spiders. Um, do you want to give a big thank you? <laughs> what the fuck is that? The way spiders sound in my head. Do you want to give a big thank you to one of our amazing sponsors who I did use their phone and service on my run? I had perfect service. I could uh, stream everything. I could track the entire trip. And let's just say I have I still have my Verizon phone, which I'm going to there today to get it changed out. Um, mine did not work. Yeah. And I could not upload anything. And Greg's like, oh, I'm uploading all my pictures. Oh, look, my, my Nike Plus app is working. That, None of my stuff worked. That <laughs> is because I had our new Metro PCS phone. One of our fine sponsors, Metro PCS. You can go to metropcs.com slash metro and find a location near you. Go in there. Try out their service. It's $40 uh, month-to-month contract, which means you don't have to sign like a two-year deal. It's per month, $40 flat rate, unlimited everything, texting, data, all of it. I ran with the thing, streamed music the entire time I was running. Um, the battery was amazing. It was it was awesome, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. I would not have been able to do it with my other phone. And uh, so a big thank you to them. And go there, try them out, go in, take a look at their phones, take a look at their service. It's just as promised. $40 flat rate, unlimited everything. And let them know that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. And today, things that you can hear, of course, drive time at the drive-in, right, Greg? Uh, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Drive time at the drive-in is coming up uh, here. Uh, what time are we going to be? Five thirty. Five thirty to seven. Drive time at the drive-in. Selections from Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two. Nice Song, awesome. songs and music. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. Um, also, I just wanted to say something else too, really quick mm. uh, about uh, you know something that happened this weekend. Um, lost a close. A close friend, uh, kind of a, a almost a family member, who uh, who passed away this weekend. I'm not going to go into it too much. I just want to say one thing. Everybody out there, if you haven't called somebody in a while, call them, say hello to them, and uh, you know, it's uh, say hi to someone. 
say, say, tell, tell someone that you love them that you haven't said to for a while. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's good. Had to get it out. So, uh, all right. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Okay.